Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Sarah and I have talked many times about our desire to age as gracefully as possible, and skincare is a huge piece of that. I spend a lot of time and money thinking about my skin, and I have added Ritual to my routine, which just gives me a lot of comfort. Ritual is here for us. They have created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted clinical studies, so we know it's working. They're taking the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual Hyacera is one of several Ritual products that I love. I take the daily multivitamin, I take a probiotic, And Hyacera is that once daily skincare supplement that is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles and fine lines and increase skin smoothness in 90 days. I recently met a friend for the first time in person as opposed to online. And we were discussing the fact that I am 43 and she said, I cannot believe how young you look. And I thought, thank you Ritual for that. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on clean science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash pantsuit. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash pantsuit for 25% off. It's not been a strong day for institutional trust. From Rolling Stone to Bridgegate to Rudy Giuliani, we talk about what needs to happen to restore faith and power. This is Sarah from the left and Beth from the right. You're listening to Pantsuit Politics. No shouting, no insults, plenty of nuance. It's still our birthday week, and let's just take a moment and say, Beth, did you get a special delivery today? I got the most beautiful flowers today, and I can't even tell you how much it meant to me. It's ridiculous. It's just, I don't, I can't even be nice. I think I probably freaked Bryn out because I texted him in all caps, Bryn, what did you do? (laughs) That's my text. Yeah, Bren, thank you so much. And I think other people contributed to this effort as well. So thank you all. It's, it's really humbling to see something like all of our interactions every day mean a ton to us. And then just have it kind of take that physical form. You know what I mean? It's a little bit different. Also, it's just fun to get flowers. Let's be real. It's wonderful to get flowers. Who doesn't like flowers? Everybody likes flowers. If you don't like flowers, you don't like goodness and light in the world. I agree. And they were like, yours, dude, you know that they had like 
like color themes. Did like they yours have color was, themes? Yours was red themed and mine was blue themed. <sighs> so smart. So smart. Love it. Thank you. So sweet. Um, we also have a new subscriber, Kim. So we're so excited to have Kim. Thank you. And I think this is the same Kim who posted the hilarious comment about her wife saying, of course, she was here. We're crying about the same things. You're the same person. And I commented, that must mean you're awesome, Kim, which then you subscribe to our show. So clearly you're awesome. <laughs> Thank you, Kim. Thank you, Kim. And I also want to thank, I think it's Shana who um, compared us to Beyonce and the Dixie Chicks. Yeah, that's appropriate. There's nothing to not like about that. I When I saw that, I was like, I'm going to just go home for the week because it doesn't get better than being compared to Beyonce and the Dixie Chicks. So all you guys that are doing iTunes reviews and becoming supporters of the show, it's amazing. And if you are interested, please leave us an iTunes review. It helps um, up our rankings. And we are just we're just chilling in the top 150 at this point, which is amazing. And um, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, or visit pantsuitpoliticsshow.com to get a T-shirt, to make a donation, or to become a, a monthly supporter of the show. Sarah, how are you feeling today? I'm good. I only cried a couple times today. Hey, good. Um, I cried about that video I posted on our Facebook page with all the female senators. I just love it when they get female legislators together. And it was hilarious. And it had Barbara Mikulski in it, who I find endlessly entertaining. She's also like two and a half feet tall, which makes her even more amazing. Um, so that was really fun. And I cried about that. And then, oh, what was the other thing I cried about? The flowers. But there was like another uh, Facebook something I ran across that I was like, yes, democracy cried. But I'm also just feeling more like I'm feeling just better about the state of the race and the presidential election because I found this great little site called 270 to win where you can play with the electoral college. It is not easy to get Donald Trump to 270. Like, you got to. You have to work at it. I just don't see it. That's I was talking to my husband about that tonight and and I said, "Look, I I know the story is that he has some momentum right now. If you look at the map, I I just don't see it. I could I could be wrong, but I I don't see it." I mean, like if you go on there, you can do like two, 2012 and the competitive like who which states like re- replicate the 2012 map and then leave the close states blank and you can pick them. And so the close states in 2012 were Ohio, for Ohio, North Carolina, Florida, and Virginia. So I'm making Virginia blue. Like we're not even talking about Virginia at this point. But if you give him in that scenario, you get oh, but they they have Iowa blue. So you have to make Iowa red because I think Donald Trump is going to have Iowa. But if you do that, but then you make Ohio, North Carolina, and Florida. Donald Trump, which I don't think is going to happen. He still doesn't get to 270. You have to like flip New Hampshire and Nevada to get him to 270. I saw a graphic and I wish that I could recall the exact numbers right now. I don't really have a head for numbers. Like I have to write numbers down and be looking at them to remember them. So I should have written this down, but it, it showed like there were so many ways for Hillary Clinton to get to 270 yeah. And less than half of the number of ways for Donald Trump to get there. It's just a, it's a work very, it. very narrow path. He has to hit basically the equivalent of a grand slam. And I, I just, I don't see it at all. So um, I thought that maybe we could talk a little bit today. And I want to just tell you all how sorry I am that you have to listen to my voice 
sounding like this. I'm I'm doing my best, but I think that someone has implanted razors or something in my throat. <laughs> but I thought we could talk about three things today where I think the integrity of the media, politicians, and governmental agencies have been called into serious question. And that's not new, but to me it highlights what is a, an enormous challenge going forward after this election. So people are probably familiar with the Rolling Stone case. Uh, there was a story by reporter Sabrina Rudin Erdely called A Rape on Campus, where Rolling Stone published um, a, a what was later discredited story about a gang rape at a fraternity house at the University of Virginia. And a federal jury found that that reporter did, in fact, defame an administrator at the college through the reporting of that story. There That's was also crazy. a conviction today in the Bridgegate case. So this is Chris Christie's staff, Bridget Ann Kelly, his form, former deputy chief of staff, and Bill Baroni, who was the former deputy executive director of the Port Authority of New York and New Jersey, were found guilty of all seven counts of conspiracy fraud and civil rights deprivations with which they were charged in connection with Bridgegate. Chris Christie continues to maintain that he knew nothing about all of this. I think that's getting harder and harder to believe. Seriously. And then Rudy Giuliani, who I have completely lost all nuance for, I'm not going to lie to you. Why does he keep talking? Why does he you keep talking? should stop talking. I bet Kellyanne Conway is telling him tonight that he needs to stop talking because he has been to use Donald Trump's word, a disaster over the past couple of days. He's made a series of statements. I really don't even know how to characterize this because they've been so all over the place. But he has basically insinuated that he has some inside knowledge about how various FBI agents feel about the Clinton matter and that he perhaps received information in advance of James Comey's letter to Congress he walked that back. It's it's really unclear. When I read his words and watch the video clips, I can't make heads or tails of it other than to say this is so ill-advised and so reckless, really. Uh, and, and for what? I don't know what it accomplishes. Well, um, Beth, my husband once said to me, it's one of his most famous moments, he said, you are trying to reason with idiots, and idiots don't understand reason. And I don't throw the word around idiot lightly, but I think trying to make logical sense of some whatever is going through Rudy Giuliani's head might be a fool's errand. Has he? This is a serious question because I have not closely followed the career of Rudy Giuliani. Has he always been like this, or has something kind of disconnected? This I mean, I think so. I mean, we probably need to uh, ask our followers in New York City, but I don't think that he was ever beloved or ever not seen as sort of, I don't know, I guess he got elected. He got elected. He was, I mean, he was quite popular after 9-11. And I've heard people talk about his handling of that favorably. But... I just wonder, he has said so many things that I would describe as unhinged in this cycle. And I would just like to understand at what point has that, is that a constant state for him? And we're just seeing it more now or is this new? No, totally constant. I'm going with constant for sure. I think the Bridgegate thing is, 
I really don't want to be a jerk and use the word entertaining, but come on, he stood up at the RNC, the convention and talked about prosecuting Hillary Clinton and putting her in jail and all this stuff. And now his chief of staff is being convicted of fraud and he's claiming he didn't know anything about it. Well, for, either way, right? Okay. Either you knew and you're lying or you didn't know and you are oblivious and the worst prosecutor slash politician slash lawyer person in the world because you missed all this. I mean, is it both terrible? Well, and everything that I've ever heard about the Christie administration was that he ran a very tight ship. That it's incredibly difficult to believe that something of this scale would have been going on without his awareness of it. I'm so disappointed in Chris Christie. I know I said that a lot during the primary. I I just really have been surprised and disappointed and frustrated by someone who I think could have been a force for a lot of good in the Republican Party. He, He did such a great job talking about having compassion about drug use, right? And there mm-hmm. there are lots of moments where you saw flashes of good in Chris Christie, but man, where is the moral compass here? It's just, it's really sad. Yeah. I think the Rolling Stone thing is very surprising because it's not easy to get proof defamation. That's not an easy thing to do. No, and the court found that she, that the University of Virginia administrator was a public figure. So and they had to prove actual defamation. malice. Yes. Wow. So this was a very high bar. And the magazine has said for some time now that it was basically sloppy journalism, but that, that it wasn't malicious. So, so this is a, I think probably a case that will be studied in law schools going forward mm. uh, if it winds up on appeal. But And also just terrible because we can't get people to take sexual assaults right. seriously, especially on college's camp- college campuses. And now we have to deal with uh, false accusations. This and the Duke case that was really um, well documented in the a recent 30 for 30 documentary. And it's like, Come on, you know, we don't need this. We need people to take sexual assaults seriously, not think that everybody's drumming up charges for a sexy story. So to me, these are all examples of how much trust has eroded in places where you would traditionally feel trust. You know, particularly the Rudy Giuliani thing, coupled with the controversy over James Comey and the handling of the Clinton matter, it's like, how how do we I, I think this is like the the extension of our reconciliation conversation. How do we reset and move forward? And and I'll tell you that my first point on this is something I was just typing in response to a, a listener email. You know, I think that after this election, the person who is chosen as president, which I think is almost certain to be Hillary Clinton, Congress needs to accept the American people's choice and not start on day one with a bunch of investigative nonsense. To me, if Hillary Clinton is elected, we have to put everything behind us and move forward only that that choice needs to be respected. And same thing if somehow someone else is president, let us not begin with efforts to undermine that president. This is the biggest problem I have with Mitch McConnell. I think that starting President Obama's tenure off with a plan to defeat him in four years, that is not responsible governance. So I I just feel that it would help everyone for everyone to kind of come to microphones and say, 
whoever this person is, this is now our president and we will respect that choice and we are looking forward only. So my question is though, what do we do if they don't do that? Yeah. Cause they're probably not going to, right? They're definitely not going to do that. I think that's an excellent question. And I don't know the answer. I was thinking about that a lot today. How, because if, if I want to influence the Republican Party positively, now there's a part of me that that's an open question for me because I, I really do want to see how people behave after this election and if there is anything salvageable here. There there might not be. Looking for the perfect gift to celebrate the moms in your life? Aura frames are beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames that allow you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload and share photos via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame with preloaded photos and memories. You guys, I love my Aura frames. I have one in my office. I have one in my kitchen. I have given one as a housewarming gift. I have given one as Mother's Day, Father's Day. They are the most amazing gifts because this app is a game changer, in my personal opinion, in digital frames. It makes it so, so easy to get the pictures on there and even videos. It plays like you're in Harry Potter, you guys. It is the best. I love mine so much. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code Pantsuit at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. We are special breakfast people here at Pantsuit Politics, but not just when Beth and I are on the road. The truth is I want something warm from the oven every Saturday morning and Sunday morning. It's just the truth. It makes it feel special, makes it feel exciting. I don't want to work at it. So the first time I ever saw Wild Grain, which is bake from frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries. I was obsessed. You guys, I've been a member for over a year. It's amazing. It's so easy. Every item bakes from frozen in 25 minutes or less. No thawing required. You can fully customize your Wild Grain box. You can choose any combination of breads, pastas, pastries. You can even build a box of only breads, only pastas, or only pastries if you'd like. And for a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box, plus free croissants in every box when you go to wildgrain.com pantsuit to start your subscription. Sometimes I make one single croissant just for me because I want to feel special and they're so good. You heard me. Free croissants in every box. And $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash pantsuit. That's wildgrain.com slash pantsuit. Or you can use promo code pantsuit at checkout. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Can I get something off my chest? Every day I feel a little pang of sadness. Because I think about Griffin going away to college. Y'all, he's a freshman in high school. This is not healthy or normal. This is why I have it on my list of things to talk to my therapist about. We all carry around these things. Big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us. Therapy is a safe space to get these things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. You gotta get it off your chest. And you can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Pantsuit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Pantsuit. I've thought about, you know, do I write letters to my representative saying, hey, can you not? 
you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe, maybe that's the thing to do. But I, I do think we need more public expression of a desire for reconciliation for not even for reconciliation, just for people to get some work done. Yeah. And, but I see, I feel like, you know, I was listening to Keeping It 1600 today. I'm really becoming a fan of this podcast and not just because they say over and over again, of course, Hillary Clinton's going to win, <laughs> but it's a, it's a bunch of Obama bros that used to work in the administration. And they were talking about like, we've sort of lost track of how extraordinary it is that you have all like how hard that is to do the pressure that every, every single Republican that's come out against Donald Trump as the party nominee, like how extraordinary that is and what pressure they must feel. And, you know, like, I wonder, it's like, I kind of feel like what, what you're asking for is already happening. And you're seeing, like, I don't know if you go to those people and you say, okay, how can I support your vision? I mean, I th those people will have a much bigger, hopefully those people will have a much bigger territory and some wind in their sails if he loses. Right. And so do you go to those people and say, I'd like to support you however I can. I want you to be the future of the party. You know what I mean? But I don't. The problem is, too, though, if it's a muted message, if several Republican senators who were maybe safe, supposed to be safe, you know, Republican Senate seats and they lose, then they're going to say, well, no, we should have doubled down on Donald Trump, not follow these people who left him behind. You know what I mean? Right. And and there, so there are so many open questions. But I guess maybe a question for you is if you if Sarah Holland and Beth Silvers are United States senators or United States representatives and we're sitting next to each other in the Capitol, what 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 would we do? Like what what would we ask of people in those positions? I mean, I think step number one is support the president, whether or not the president was your choice. I mean, I think if I'm. Well, if I let me be Hillary Clinton for just a minute, if I'm Hillary Clinton, I find something I make my first big thing, something that already ha has a lot of bipartisan, you know, support, something that's already got some momentum like criminal justice reform. And I say, OK, I'm going to give us all a win. I'm going to give everybody a win right out the gate. Let's do this. Let's just do something so we can all walk away and look like we can do our damn jobs. And then we'll take it from there. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I feel like, I feel like I first hundred days. And, and so if I'm in the Clinton administration or I'm a senator, it's criminal justice reform, infrastructure. Let's pass a budget. Yeah, let's do something that we can all feel good about. Like, but I mean, what if she does that and they and it's just pure obstruction? Like these not like I was reading about some conservative think tank that like grades them all freedom caught freedom something and i mean like what if it's just no refuse like full obstruction i feel like at a certain point and i was reading it because i was thinking about what happened with the democratic party in the 60s and it's like it's almost like you need some heart you need some legislative thing where you can like hard break and just leave that obstructionist sort of tea party wing behind and be like, okay, this is the line we're supporting this y'all. But I don't, but like I said, I don't know who I said this on a Facebook post. Like, I don't know who, if the majority of people, 
I don't know if the Tea Party is a minority or a majority within the Republican Party. And so I don't know if you do that, if you leave them behind in the Republican Party or <laughs> you leave them behind to form their own party. You know what I mean? I don't know the answer to that either. I know exactly what you mean. It's a question that I have. I mean, I don't know. But obstruction is not a principled opposition. Mm-hmm. And an obstruction is not a guiding philosophy. And I think that any chance the party has of holding on to non tea partiers will and, and even some tea partiers i mean they're they're i don't know i don't want to say a whole lot on behalf of the tea party because truthfully that's just not my crowd but <laughs> but people who are principled conservatives right you're you're not going to keep those folks if the only thing you know how to do is obstruct what is that that that's purposeless and i think that's why the party is having such a hard time now and and why Donald Trump in some ways was appealing to people because there are folks who think, well, maybe he could at least get something done. Nobody likes a do-nothing Congress, mm-hmm. right? So I, I think they've got to govern. So I think it's so we support the president, transportation, infrastructure, um, as you said, criminal justice reform, get a budget passed, and then some kind of coherent strategy on foreign policy because the concerns you're being greedy you need to pick like two things but the concerns over russia aren't going anywhere and my view is that while we're all sitting over here obsessing over our presidential election what is happening in syria is escalating in the geopolitical Mm -hmm. sense yeah well and i think that and I believe Hillary Clinton is capable of this. I think she's shown it in the past. Now, we don't always know about it because of exactly what I'm about to say. But I think she's capable of giving people wins like and just being like, no one ever has to know. Like, I won't say anything. You can have this win. Like, I think she's capable of that. And I think we'll probably see that. I just don't know if they'll they'll bite if there's, you know, my friend who works in the Senate was like, you know, it's shocking how often you get one thing said while you're working out the policy and then they'll go in a press conference and something totally different comes out of their mouths, you know, like, so I don't know, it's going to be in the, a room where it happens kind of thing. Do you I was think, also, go ahead. I, I'm sorry, I was just going to ask, because I believe that about her. Do you think that her party will support that? Will Democrats in Congress let her give wins to Republicans to get things done? I think that she definitely has a relation enough of a relationship with Chuck Schumer to be like to get it from to get make that happen in the Senate. And I think that yeah, I do. I do. I do think she's that. I think it's her relationship with that's with that legislative branch is so is so deep and so long and so different from Barack Obama because she does so much party building because she does so much down ballot fundraising and stuff like that. Yeah, I do. I think she has a lot more cards to play with the with her own party. What were you going to say before I asked that question? I was just thinking about like, you know, some of the discussions beyond sort of the future of the Republican Party, but just like the future of political discussions. And, you know, I were talk- texting and I was thinking, it's like, we need more reflective listening and political discussions because we think we're talking, we think we're talking about like hard facts and we almost never are. And it's like, we need to do more like, okay, what I'm hearing you say is that you don't think Hillary, because we were, t- I was saying, telling you earlier in text messages that I feel like every time we get engaged about Hillary, 
all I, I hear you saying is like Hillary is going to be a bad president, which I don't think is what you're saying, but like, that's all I hear. And then I get super defensive. It's like, we need like reflective listening. Like you practice in couples counseling with people from the other side. I think that's a good call uh, because sometimes we get messages about things I've said on the show and I go back and listen several times and think, I don't think that's what I said. I just think that's what you heard. Mm-hmm. And, and I understand that we all bring a lens to these conversations and I don't always, you know, articulate my position perfectly either. But yeah, I'm never, and let, and let me say, like, I don't, I don't enjoy talking about Hillary Clinton as a person. I want to talk about issues. That's what I like, right? I like issues. I'm sure you love that new thing where they said we've spent more, more minutes on the emails than all the policy discussions combined. Did you see that? That drives me insane. I I'm mean, like, I hate, come on, man. I hate that this election has been about these two people as personalities instead of about two different agendas. That's what it's been. And so I think we've done our best to, to go through that. But I feel like I got the most animated in our last show when I was talking about the House bill on administrative agency judicial oversight. That's the <laughs> stuff I like to talk about because I'm a nerd. That's OK. It's just but, you know, I think that some t- and I think this goes back to per- that, what we talked about, the profession, though, though, I think you have to acknowledge the the values and identity driven part of politics and the um, emotion involved. And it's, you know, I was just thinking about sometimes how our conversations about when it's like one of those, uh, one of the Russian dolls called where they the nesting dolls. It's like so many things contained within every conversation about politics. It's your values. It's your identities. It's your like even Hillary Clinton. I mean, there's just so much involved when you every time you talk about her, it's not just her policy positions. It's not just the current media coverage. It's coverage for decades. It's your own personal experiences that you're bringing to the table. It's just like such a complex conversation every time you bring any of this up. And, you know, I think that it's it's so hard to have a straightforward conversation as much as we would like to. I think that's right. And I think something in my professional life that probably I've never articulated in our conversations is that it it is my job to see people in shades of gray. And it's my job to look at someone and say, I'm going to go ahead and hire you. And I'm going to know that these are going to be our five challenges. You know, you might, Mm -hmm. you're my best candidate, but here are my problems. And I need to foresee those from the beginning so that I, set you up in the right way to make you successful here. So right. I'm never saying I think she's going to be a bad president or I think Donald Trump would be a better president for God's sake. <clears throat> but but for me, it's like, well, let me identify the pain points from the beginning and can we address those, right? Well, and I do think the way, the one thing we sort of, if there's a failing of our handling of Hillary Clinton as a podcast generally is that we just it's like every time we talk I mean this woman gives us plenty of policy to talk about we could have spent the entire season working through the list on her damn website you know what I mean like there's plenty of that kind of stuff to talk about with her but it just gets so often it gets lost in the complexities of how she's covered and who she is and like I said the decades of coverage and decades of decisions and but so I I, I don't know if we I mean hopefully she's gonna be president we're gonna have plenty of time to talk about all this but it is. It's just so hard. And I think that, you know, I read people say like Sarah never criticizes Hillary. And I'm like, but that is not how I feel about it at all. I think she is 
flawed. But for me, it's like, I don't really, not only do I see people in shades of gray, but like, I don't care about your gray. Like I'm not looking for somebody who I think Barack Obama has huge flaws. I still love the man. My husband is flawed as shit. I still love him. You know what I mean? Like to me, it's just flaws is a reason to embrace someone's complexity and vulnerability more. It makes me love them more because I don't, I don't, particularly ever see some even Donald Trump I don't think is this evil monster I think he's a narcissist and I think he has he's not qualified to be president but I don't think he's like a villain out of a movie and a monster that's just not how I view people and so I think in my head when I hear people criticizing her it's like either oh she's going to be a bad president or she's a bad person which I know not to be true and it's like that kind of because I don't believe in I mean I, 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 I don't know Charles Manson sure I guess he's a bad person but like I just don't think about people in those ways. And so it's not that I can't, I'm not incapable of criticizing her. I think that there's some very important criticisms of her, but like, I just, um, I never, I never, it's never sort of defining as far as how, cause I guess I'm just not trying to put her in a category, good, bad, or otherwise. Sarah and I have talked many times about our desire to age as gracefully as possible, and skincare is a huge piece of that. I spend a lot of time and money thinking about my skin, and I have added Ritual to my routine, which just gives me a lot of comfort. Ritual is here for us. They have created a wrinkle support skin supplement and conducted clinical studies, so we know it's working. They're taking the guesswork out of skincare. Ritual Hyacera is one of several Ritual products that I love. I take the daily multivitamin, I take a probiotic, And Hyacera is that once daily skincare supplement that is clinically proven to reduce wrinkles and fine lines and increase skin smoothness in 90 days. I recently met a friend for the first time in person as opposed to online. And we were discussing the fact that I am 43 and she said, I cannot believe how young you look. And I thought, thank you Ritual for that. Start Hyacera to help minimize wrinkles without compromising on clean science. Hyacera from Ritual is a clinically proven skin supplement you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com slash pantsuit. Start Ritual or add Hyacera to your subscription today. That's ritual.com slash pantsuit for 25% off. Do you want a bra that's sexy or a bra that's comfortable? Thanks to Third Love, you can have both. Third Love was started to take all the frustration, ick, and ugh out of bra shopping. That's why they make solutions for every bra problem, aka problems. Their bras make it easy to bring back perkiness you haven't seen since high school, get smoothing you know where, and have straps that actually stay put. Designed at their headquarters in San Francisco and made from premium materials, they put every style through hours of wear testing on real women, including themselves, before it's given the stamp of boob approval. Comfort and support are guaranteed. Plus, whether you're a double A cup or an H cup, their virtual fitting room will help you find your perfect fit fast. And they've even invented half cups. No more feeling stuck between two cup sizes that don't fit right. It's time to get your problems solved. Visit thirdlove.com and get 15% off your order with code PODCAST15. There's not much worse than a dry energy scalp. Also, when you get your hair colored and then it does not last as long as you and your stylist discussed, it could be that unfiltered, mineral-filled water is the culprit. 
Hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin, and about 85% of the United States uses hard water, filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine. That's where Canopy's new filtered shower head comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered shower head. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered shower head is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code Pantsuit at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry, your hair and skin will thank you. Well, another reason I don't really like to talk about her on this personal level, even though that's what we've kind of been in the in the habit of doing because of the way this the whole thing has unfolded is that like I respect how you feel about her like and and you and I've talked about this in a lot of ways like you just have this greater sort of emotional range than I do in general (laughs) I'm not capable of loving a politician the way you love Hillary Clinton Beth is is not crying Beth is not crying over Facebook videos every day is what she's trying to say I'm not I mean and I admire that you do like I think that's part of what kind of makes us work that we're very different in this way but as much as I like John Huntsman, for example, I, I don't feel about John Huntsman anywhere in the realm of how you feel about Hillary Clinton. And I want to respect that. So I I'm just know. saying, though, I saw your face when Paul Ryan walked by in that hallway. I'm just going to call you out just ever so slightly on that. I mean, I'm pretty excited. I do like I do like Paul Ryan, even though I am hugely and deeply just, disappointed in sh- Paul Ryan right now. I, I yeah. am. And. Paul yeah. Ryan, buddy, you are throwing you're throwing it all away, friend. You're throwing it all away when you lose me. You, you know, I don't I, think he's going to be. I mean, do you think he's going to be leader? No, I, I I actually do think he's thrown it all away. The I number really of too. people who have been taken down by this cycle, I think, is huge, and I don't think we'll fully appreciate it for a long time. And and here's the thing, Sarah. I'm okay with that because I really don't think that we can rehab this party with the current leadership, even the good ones. I just, I think it needs to just be over and rebuilt. If only Mitch McConnell could go. I seriously would be excited about a true challenge to Mitch McConnell in the state of Kentucky. I I think that is long overdue. What's he have, four years left? I don't want to think about that, really. <sighs> so we kind of missed the heels. We want to do the heels again. We want to talk about something real quick that's not the election. Are you okay with that, Beth? I'm. Oh, my God. I'm so okay with that. Yes. So I, I finished Good Girl Revolt on Amazon. I've been hearing heard- wonderful things about that. It's so good. I mean, now somebody called it like where it, pick- it picks up where Mad Men left off. And let me be abundantly clear about this. This show ain't no Mad Men. Um... Because, yeah. But it's really good. And it's really interesting. It's about the Newsweek. um, It's based on when the women of Newsweek sued um, to be allowed to be reporters because they wouldn't let women be reporters. 
And really, when I say they wouldn't be allowed women to be reporters, doesn't capture the infuriating situation of these women in which they were like, you would have like, they were called researchers. And so you'd have a researcher who like went to Vassar and then she'd be working for a reporter who had like two years of city college. And she would basically write it and he would get the byline or she would do all the research and he would like sort of type up a draft and he would put things like insert metaphor here like really infuriating stuff. And so they sued and it's all about sort of the first, this first season is about them getting their EEOC complaint together. And Eleanor Holmes Norton was their lawyer. It's like, it's really fun. Can I ask you a serious question? Mm -hmm. When are you doing this? I'm amazed by how much content you're able to consume while I know that you are working your butt off, knocking on doors and everything else. Well, let's see. I started watching it last weekend. I wa- Monday I got sick, so I came home and watched a few then. I watch it at night after we finish our podcast, and I watch it in 20-minute segments when I came home and ate lunch. <laughs> do you know what I do at night when we finish our podcast? Go to sleep. Immediately to sleep. Do not pass go. <laughs> That's because you live in Eastern time, and I live oh, in Central my time. Gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Central time is the bomb. I keep telling you that. So I'm trying to think of something interesting on my end because I don't feel like my life has had any space in it for anything interesting. I just went to a cabbie party for the first time. Have you ever been to a oh, cabbie party? Yeah, that stuff is cute, man. I wanted all the things. Every yeah, but it's single so expensive. One it's so expensive. My credit card is feeling that right now. But um, I thought it was really fun. I, I definitely am getting to that point in my life now where I want very few but really nice things. Oh, listen, after I did, you know, I'm a hardcore uh, con marier. And yes. after I did my closet now, like, I mean, I probably went from having 50 to 60 items of clothes per season. And now I would say I have, I try to do the capsule collection. So I try to have about 30 things I wear total, right, including shoes. And it it is so much better. I don't even know how to, exp- it's just infinitely better than having a closet stuffed full of clothes so now that we're doing like this tour of heels greatest hits i have two more follow-ups one is that i've become completely attached to my bullet journal to the point where i left it in a conference room at the chamber of commerce yesterday and did not have it this morning when i started my day in the office and that i did almost cry about because I was lost without it. And then the second thing is we talked like one of our very first episodes about AJ Apothecary, the line of products that one of our sorority sisters makes out of all natural products. Mm -hmm. Sarah, she has this autumn harvest face mask. Ooh, I like the sound of that. The best facial product I have ever used ever. It's like just nice to use or has good results. Both. My skin feels incredibly soft. It exfoliated without feeling like sandpaper, and it smells amazing. I love any and all autumn smells. Well, this, I don't usually like candles, but like that's one of the few candly smells I like. This has like pumpkin in it, but it's not aggressive pumpkin spice kind of pumpkin. And then there's sort of a chestnutty element. It's really, really fabulous. Sounds wonderful. You'll have to get it. AJ Apothecary, you can find her on Etsy, and all of her stuff is great, but this is the bomb. 
Well, I think that is, um, I wish I could wrap up this podcast by going, I'm doing a face mask, but alas, I don't have any. So thanks for joining us. We'll be back uh, tomorrow with more fancy politics, um, counting down to the election. And until then, like we said at the beginning of the show, you can follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Please leave us an iTunes review if you haven't already or subscribe to our show's uh, newsletter. And until then, keep it nuanced, y'all. 